You know what? Uh, we like every week to spend a few minutes talking about the trends we see in the world concerning Bible prophecy. Christians who are critical, sometimes even sarcastic about emphasizing prophecy, argue that its study has only negative effects on your walk with the Lord or that it's not really that helpful. But that's not according to the Apostle Peter. He spent a great deal of time in his second letter discussing things to come. And then he asked, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God? And then the Apostle Paul, he wrote extensively about the resurrection and the rapture of the church in his first letter to the Thessalonians. Then he told them to comfort one another with those words. And so personal holiness and comfort, they're just two of the spiritual byproducts of studying and emphasizing Bible prophecy. As you know, there are approximately 500 yet-to-be-fulfilled prophecies. Knowing what they say, we expect to see certain trends in the world. We're never saying that the trends are the fulfillment of prophecy, only that reading the Bible, you should be able to expect certain things to be lining up. For example, Jesus told us that the last days would be like the days of Noah. He specified what he meant when he said, for as in the days before the flood, they were marrying and giving in marriage. Now, in Genesis chapter 6, the Bible describes the types of marriages that were going on that Jesus was referring to. I'll just read these verses to you from Genesis 6. The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all who they chose. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children unto them, they were the mighty men, uh, men of renown. So these sons of God are fallen angels, and they were marrying and mating with human women. Their offspring are called Nephilim. They're described both in the Bible and in literature of the time, extra-biblical literature, as a race of cannibalistic giants. And they're not just taller men. They're not the Bible's basketball team. I mean, some of these guys go on to be described in the Bible as maybe even 15 feet tall. Uh, they're mentioned many times in the Bible, not just in Genesis. One notable example, you'll remember that when the Israelites were going to go into the promised land, 10 of the spies came back and said, there are giants in the land and we are like grasshoppers in their sight. It was a reference to uh, these Nephilim. Uh, the fallen angels in Noah's day were corrupting the human race somehow by manipulating DNA. You'd therefore expect a trend towards the successful manipulation of DNA, and that's what we find out in the world. A reliable mainstream UK news source posted an article titled, Russia Plans Jurassic Park-Style Cloning Facility to Bring Extinct Species Like Woolly Mammoths Back to Life. So this is a real news story. It's not the fringe media or the dark web or anything weird like that. Uh, and, but apparently, the people in Russia have never seen Jurassic Park or Jurassic World because those movies don't turn out very well. Uh, you don't want to be messing with this stuff, but they're going to do it. So here's some excerpts from the article. Extinct woolly mammoths, cave lions, and other long-gone species may be brought back to life in a new cloning facility in Russia. The new Jurassic Park-style center will be a world-class paleogenetic scientific hub in the world's coldest city, Yakutsk, in the remotest northeast of the country. Vladimir Putin's exact plans will be unveiled in September at an investment forum, but ex uh, experts say the center will aim to study extinct animals from living cells 
and to restore such creatures as the woolly mammoth, woolly rhinoceros, cave lion, and breeds of long-gone horses. They found DNA from the animals preserved in the remains encased in the permafrost. And so this is right out of Jurassic Park, only it's real. You say that's only animals, not humans. Well, the article goes on to quote one of the researchers saying, we study not only animals, Another line is the study of the history of settlement of the northeast of Russia. Northern ethnic groups have a unique ancient genetic structure. So they're able to extract DNA from these ancient people groups as well. Now, I've told you twice before that Putin has described the creation of super soldiers. Uh, China is also working on this, as is the United States in a more clandestine way. Here's a weird but possible scenario. What if they had DNA from a Nephilim that they found encased in frozen soil? It's not far-fetched because throughout history there have been many claims of finding giant skeletal remains. Uh, now, all that is speculation. And we're not here to speculate or say that that proves prophecy. All we're saying is that Jesus said it would be like the days of Noah. One of the big things happening before the flood was that they were corrupting the DNA of the human race to produce these uh, these weird creatures, these giant men, and now scientists uh, all over the globe are doing the same thing today with some success. What we mostly expect is that Jesus could return at any moment. Uh, he said that he would resurrect the dead in Christ and that he would rapture living believers. We generally call that whole event the rapture of the church. And he said that could happen at any moment in the church age. It's imminent. And so that's why the real question for all of us is, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming.